You remember when I told everyone that President Trump was going to win this thing by a landslide, a margin of probably 80% or more? Once you account for election fraud, of course. Well, it seems that I might have been pretty darn close. Uh, it looks like uh, President Trump's own super lawyers are in agreement with me. We're going to go into this. We're also going to talk about U.S. bombers invading Chinese airspace, sending a warning, and forced vaccinations being turned back as well in Denmark. All of this and more after a short word from our sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So, one of President Trump's all-star team of super lawyers, Sidney Powell, quote, I think we'll find he had at least 80 million votes. This is a pretty big deal. That's way over half the voting population for sure. Uh, we also have her saying, quote, they're certifying their own fraud and their own complicity in fraud. This is to, to states that are certifying the results of this rigged election. If it was rigged, now not every state has to worry about committing a crime by certifying the, the results. If there was no fraud, then this is their job. But if they have doubts, if there's obvious evidence for it, if they try to cover it up or refuse to investigate, or like is in Georgia, they're, they're rigging even the recount. This is the kind of activity where once they uh, put this through and certify this, the crime threshold goes way up and the people that have certified it have committed multiple felonies. So uh, we're waiting to see what happens next, but you gotta remember that until the states and the electorates um, certify this stuff, uh, some of our options don't even open up, okay? So we're waiting. We're waiting patiently for three or four more days in some cases. But um, also moving on, President Trump is not waiting. He went ahead and fired cybersecurity Chris Krebs, director of cybersecurity, I'm sorry, Chris Krebs, for highly inaccurate claim that 2020 election was the most secure in American history, which was, of course, a lie. And the guy would have known it was a lie, so he is an obvious one that needs to be fired. President Trump continuing to drain the swamp. He needs to go a lot faster, but it's going to happen soon. Now, we also have Jim Hoft at the Gateway Pundit saying, huge elections security expert finds Wisconsin results a complete fraud. Current machines do not have the capability, it's not possible for them, okay, to count the mass dumps for Biden in the reported time period. Okay, this is a pretty big deal because uh, this is a absolute 100% proof sort of example that fraud was committed. And there's a lot of those, uh, but some of them are not. Some of them are more subjective. Some of them we have to get more evidence. Some of them are, you know, their word versus their word, that kind of thing. This is not. This is 100%. 
Um, we know it was an impossibility. Now, NBC also reported in 2019 how easy it was to hack the Dominion machines. President Trump decided to go share this just to troll them a little bit. Check this out. What was so interesting was I assumed coming into it that the big manufacturers, companies like ES&S and Dominion, had provided these machines to the hackers to, you know, field test them. But no, it turns out there's an extremely hostile relationship there and that ES&S and Dominion and other companies have basically said, we don't want to participate and and really have, have been quite aggressive in, in saying we don't want to be part of this. So the organizers were reduced to finding these machines on eBay, which right there is pretty terrifying because it turns out that anybody can buy some of the most common machines in use on eBay. What was really alarming was when you see these hackers, and these are people who've never seen these machines before, have had no practice on them for the most part, come in and, and engage them, they immediately get into the guts of them. Um, beyond that, uh, we were seeing Dominion's image cast system. It's a line of tabulators that paper ballots are fed into. That had its guts all over the room. It was not clear to us whether this was the most recent version of the image cast hardware, um, but it's important to know that Georgia just spent over a hundred, or is about to spend over a hundred million dollars on a contract with Dominion to provide image cast hardware to the state in time for the 20 uh, for the for the next primaries and for the 2020 election and yet here these kids were who had opened it up they said look you can pop the front off of it and here's a port you can get into right here that's easy you know all kinds of stuff that that you could certainly do within six minutes behind a curtain much less uh, if you had extra time because any of these were uh, connected to the web as we discovered a couple of days before um, real shocker huh I mean, even NBC. And of course, now they're trying to say that it's not possible, the election was secure, there was no fraud. They're busted, folks. They are completely busted as hypocrites and liars. Now, we also remember the report that uh, the Seidel and Dominion servers were seized in Germany. This, from John Solomon, this may have been some cross-information. It actually turns out that this was a separate incident this had to do with hackers that were releasing private, you know, police uh, records and that kind of thing and doxing police. And it, it had nothing to do with Seidel. So I just want to get that out there to clarify. You know, there's rumors. Um, I shared exactly what many of you saw, which was where Representative Gomer actually talked about this, uh, talked about the U.S. Army seizing servers from Seidel. But um, and, and it was I still think that it was newsworthy, but I also gave the context and, I, and, and a disclaimer that this was a rumor. We had no hard evidence. And look, not everything pans out. And it's important that we explore every rabbit hole so that we know what doesn't pan out and what does pan out. But it's also important to remember to, to differentiate between what we know and what we suspect. And this was something we suspected that did not turn out to be legit and that's fine uh 99 of it still was and we're still pursuing all of those other things but this one was not now it, maybe that's a good thing because a lot of people thought maybe that was the bad aspect of our government trying to wipe out some of the uh, evidence as well so either way you look at it it didn't actually happen at least that's the uh story so forced vaccinations law in denmark was abandoned after massive public protests they wanted the police to hold you down and inject you if you refuse. They wanted to identify groups of the population to be forcibly vaccinated. 
that is where it's going unless people stand up. And if people stand up, what can they do? They don't have the power. Now, I mentioned this uh, on the intro, but U.S. bombers have entered Chinese air defense zone. Okay, Beijing has been mounting massive naval drills, uh, basically talking about how they're about to invade Taiwan. That's that's what's happening here. Uh, they've been doing this for quite a while, um, practicing an invasion of Taiwan, launching massive, ever bigger drills, using live fire ammunition, flying over um, Taiwan, shooting missiles over Taiwan, whatever it takes to get their attention, right, and to intimidate them. And of course, uh, Taiwan is not part of China. China refuses to accept that and wants to go after them. So uh, this is very important because I've been talking about anything that could turn into World War III as a catalyst. This is one thing that could potentially turn into World War III. It's going to be very interesting to see how China handles this defeat because when Biden loses this election, their interests are ruined. President Trump is going to continue to be hard on China and they are going to continue to have an imploded economy for four more years. But here's the thing, maybe longer, uh, because they were, basically they were the parasite and President Trump pulled them off of our throat. Now it has to be fair, it has to be reciprocal, and that's how it should be. But China's not gonna be happy about that, and you know how China is with the face concept in Asia, and especially China, and especially the CCP and Xi Jinping, because they're, they're, actual, um, they, they're actually an illegitimate form of rule. So they have to really protect their reputation. They have to kill anyone or stop anyone or silence anyone that, that speaks out badly about them, right? So that's where we're at. What happens when the face concept of China and the CCP and their tenuous rule over their population, which probably hates them at this point, encounters a President Trump 2020 win? I don't know. Will they attack Taiwan and the U.S. immediately? Or will they submit and try to make a deal? I feel like that's the two options. Now, we also have another uh, super lawyer on President Trump's all-star team estimating a 70% landslide. I called 80, but hey, that's not bad. He's probably being on the low end anyway, once we consider all the election fraud. But he says he probably had 400 electoral votes. And remember, we uh, showed that screenshot from an OAN clip that showed... Uh, potentially 410 electoral votes before the uh, fraud was committed. So, you know, still verifying that. But hey, Georgia poll workers say that she uh, says that she found a batch of pristine ballots that went 98% for Biden. Of course, that's not possible. We know that's a batch of fake ballots. But here's the thing. This woman has 20 years of experience in handling ballots. She would know. Um, Everybody knows if a stack of paper has never been touched before, essentially if it's brand new off the printing press, it wasn't mailed, it wasn't uh, folded, it, or, or maybe it was folded, but it wasn't handled. Uh, there were no scuff marks, no, no bends, no softness in the paper, no oils from skin. You can see that often, um, and everyone's skin has oils in it, and that soaks into paper. Uh, and it, there's a lot of telltale signs, right? They were all marked 100% Biden, of course, or 98% Biden, basically 100%. Um, I do want to mention that we, we did a, a fundraiser recently at redpillliving.com, and 17% of the proceeds, that's after expense profits, went to President Trump's campaign donation link here. 
And uh, I want to thank everybody for participating. If you ordered your vitamins, your supplements, your, your Great Awakening Gourmet Coffee, uh, then you contributed to this. We were able to raise, um, I, I guess the number disappeared here, but uh, over almost actually $500. It was really close to $500 that will go toward this. So now I have to deal with all of the emails where they're going to spam me and ask for more <laughs> and the text messages and everything else. But it was worth it to help our president. And thank you all for contributing. Uh, and if you want to support the channel, we're, we're you know we're continuing to uh, do this work. We continue to need your support at uh, our sponsors like RedPillLiving.com, TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com, ShopMagazon.com. You know we've got a couple of options for you. We've got great CBD, the best quality full spectrum CBD, available at GreenPillLiving.com. So you've got options. Anything that you want, let us know and we'll help you find a Patriot option. Now, Michigan Democrat state representative-elect telegraphs a threat to the GOP Wayne County canvassers' children in a racist diatribe over vote certification. That's a bit of a mouthful. Effectively, uh, many of the GOP uh, canvassers are not wanting to certify these election results because they realize how rigged it is and how uh, fraudulent it was. So what's the left doing? Well, if a GOP decides to uh, not certify because of their conscience, then uh, the left is threatening their children. That is what happened here. I want to show you this video uh, where he in implies that these children will be impacted by their class, their black classmates over the parents' racism. And that's an overt threat, folks. That is a threat. I, one quick point. So. Uh, I am. I was on the ballot, and I'm the state rep elect for House District 4, and we have been without a state representative since March 29th because my friend and state representative passed away from COVID-19. Now, your refusal to certify the election today, despite me not having any challenger on the ballot for the partial term, despite having no one filed to run as a write-in, will continue to deny the people of House District 4 of Hamtramck and Detroit, that is majority black, to have a voice in the state legislature. Now, Ms. Palmer, you mentioned how you want to change the, that the laws have to be changed by the legislature. I can tell you this much. Let me go to Lansing and we'll get to work. Now, let me be also very clear about this. The party that you are a part of had complete control over our state government for eight years, and they did not do a single thing. So while you may show us your caucasity today in refusing to uh, certify the election and making note that you are okay with certifying all of Wayne County except Detroit. Know that we see what's happening. Know that there is nothing other than Jim Crowing that is going on right now and recognize the facts. The Republican Party's major candidate has sued over 25 times across the country and he failed. Know the facts. You as the Board of Canvassers do not decide who, are, who is to be elected? The voters do. Know the facts. You are standing here today telling folks that black Detroit should not have their votes counted. And know the facts. You are certainly showing that you are a racist. You may say that you are not. You may claim that you are not. But let's be very clear. Your words today and your actions today made it clear that you are okay with silencing the votes of an 80% African-American city. And what that tells us 
is you, Miss Monica Palmer from Gross Point Woods, which has a history of racism, are deciding to enable and continue to perpetuate the racist history of this country. This monster's name is Abraham Ayash. Now, moving on, we have the largest distribution ever of food, 600,000 pounds from the North Texas Food Bank to 25,000 hungry people just this last weekend. Here you can see a video as far as the eyes can see. This pandemic or plandemic is having the impact they wanted. It's starving us. We're losing everything. They're destroying what made this country free. And they're going to take us to a dark place if they're able. And we'll all be in this food line soon. As long as we get our vaccines and we do what we're told and we vote the right way. Now continue and everything else that they're going to put on us like, you know, drag queen story time for your children, that kind of stuff. Here's the video. Okay, so it's lagging, but anyway, um, you get the idea. You saw that line of cars. Florida will not be locked back down. We have an awesome governor. Thank you, DeSantis. Uh, we also have French President Emmanuel Macron actually doing something good for once. He's actually going after the media for legitimizing violence. Now, it didn't happen, of course, until the, the recent issue with Muslims beheading teachers and that kind of thing in, in France. And then, of course, the media defend it. They make excuses for it. And, and that's how they legitimize it, and they, they provide shelter. They do the same thing here with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, by the way. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Macron, of course, is a globalist monster himself. But still, this is a, a, a useful way to use them against each other, which is a, a very effective way to trigger people on the left. Because when you, uh, when you give them sources that they can't just attack an insult, they don't know what to do. That's why it's always useful to use mainstream media sources in your evidence against mainstream media. We also have, and it's easy because there's so much hypocrisy, Fox News viewer exodus is so bad that MSNBC's Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough, you know, the one who probably murdered his intern or, or whatever happened there, right? Uh, just unseated Fox and Friends. So uh, they are going down. They are they are crashing and burning. Fox News is over. Rand Paul vowing to resist the forever lockdowns if Joe Biden wins. And then there's some very interesting videos here. I want you to uh, notice this from Praying Medic on Twitter. Um, I am here today to announce that I have directed the Special Operations Civilian Leadership to report directly to me instead of through the current bureaucratic channels. This is interesting. Okay, that isn't normally how you would do this kind of thing. Normally you would just kick it down the channels and let them tell their former people that now you're going to report to this guy higher up. That's fine, but that's not what's happening here. This is very interesting. And we also have a change in the special ops forces. They're being elevated to their own branches, effectively. 
from Ezra Cohen Watnick here. Today to the Department of Defense has Today to the Department of Defense has started the process of formalizing what we have long known the fundamental role of US special operations in defense and foreign policy by elevating special operations forces to a level on par with military departments as authorized and directed by Congress. As we enact these reforms, we follow the vision of President John F. Kennedy, who predicted the rise of special operations nearly 60 years ago. He foresaw, quote, another type of war, new in its intensity, ancient in its origin, that would require a whole new kind of strategy, a wholly different kind of force, forces which are too unconventional to be called conventional forces, which are growing in number and importance and significance. President Kennedy gave these remarks at the opening of the nuclear age, when the Pentagon was primarily organized to plan and direct large conventional operations against superpowers, not special operations short of overt declared conflict. The global demands for special operations forces then and now has confirmed President Kennedy's foresight. And now under the leadership of President Trump, we are fully realizing President Kennedy's prescient view of special operations forces. It is fitting that we are again entering an era of great power competition as we gather to infer, affirm the importance of special, the special operations community. Then as now, I know special operations forces will play a vital role. And by the historic reforms we have enacted today, we will ensure special operations forces has a civilian advocate commensurate to the secretaries of the other military departments. I am honored to serve as your service secretary. Thank you very much. I briefly want to also mention Tracy Beans. Many of you know her. She's done a lot of work for this cause and she's done a lot of research and uh, she's brought a lot of eyes onto our movement and the, uh, the truth as well. But her family house has burned down and she needs your help patriots if you can chip in a dollar or two or five or ten whatever you can manage i know it's a hard time she's gotten an outpouring of help already and anything that you can do would help um, a tragic time and tragic timing as well to have a truther lose everything right now when we need them the most black activists in portland quote want nothing to do end quote with the city's leftists, Antifa anarchists, because they're tired of seeing their homes and their cities and their businesses burned down. You don't burn down your backyard if you want to make it better. And activists usually want to make things better. So the authentic black activists have nothing to do with this Antifa and BLM, I will add, uh, violence and agenda. It's a political agenda. Now, I want to end with a very, very... Uh, ominous, but also funny video from Carpe Donctum, the famous meme maker. And uh, I ran into him uh, actually not too long ago, uh, a story for another day. Anyway, here it is. I hope you enjoy. And I just want to close out with uh, saying thank you for watching. I hope you found this to be of value. 
and we'll see you on the next one. Here we go in closing. Words are the new weapons. Satellites, the new artillery. Caesar had his legions. Napoleon had his armies. I have my divisions. TV, news, magazines. And by midnight tonight, I'll have reached and influenced more people than anyone in the history of this planet, save God himself. Mr. Wallace, call the president. Tell him if he doesn't sign the bill, we'll release the video of him with the cheerleader in the Chicago motel room. Absolutely. And after he signs the bill, release the tape anyway. Excuse me. I'm having fun with my headlines. full newspaper coverage. I want magazine stories. I want books. I want films. I want TV. I want radio. I want us on the air 24 hours a day. This is our moment. And a billion people around this planet will watch it, hear it, and read about it. There's no news. Like bad news. Is this extremely dangerous to our democracy?